Hello, this is Toby. I just wanted to add a few things at the beginning of this episode before we jump into everything. We do not recommend that you try anything that we talk about in this episode, nor do we say use it as an excuse to try some of these things in this episode. We are not saying anything in this episode is safe. Now with that out of the way, you should go listen to the episode that me and Miles from the Best Darn Diddly Review Show did with My Thing Can Beat Your Thing with Nick and Phil. And, uh... We have a tag team match with them, and you should really go check it out. So that's it. That's all I wanted to add to the beginning of this episode. Hope you enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. You are listening to the Secret Transmission Podcast, discussing conspiracies, paranormal, and the strange... Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. This is a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and conspiracies, the fringe and the supernatural. This is a show where we do little to no research on our topics. We are not professionals in any field except speculation. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast, and today we're going to be doing drugs. I am your host, Toby, and alongside me are my co-hosts, Rudy, Kristen. You aren't going to sing your name? We sang. Yeah. I did kind of sing my name. Do it again. Kristen. <laughs> there we go. That was good. Uh, so, today. It's a tough crowd. Yeah, tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> to and Simon Gow. <laughs> That's crickets. Some there. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about drugs. Okay. I'm okay with this. But first. Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Not everyone. Don't do drugs. Crack is whack. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Stay in school. That's right. So uh, before we get into the episode, I I want to plug our social media stuff because usually we do it at the very end, and I'm sure a lot of you just stop at the very end. I know I do. <laughs> you don't even start it. That's true, too. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter at Secret Transpod, and that's also the Instagram handle. We have a Facebook our show is on Stitcher, iTunes. It's actually called Apple Podcasts now. Do you know that? Uh-uh. It's Apple Podcasts, but iTunes, uh, Google Play, Satchel, and we are now on TuneIn. So those and, are... And the Dark Myths. Oh, yeah. We're part of the Dark Myths, which you probably heard at the very beginning of the episode, the creepy voice. This podcast is a part of the Dark Myths. I'm going to lower that voice so it sounds creepy like that guy. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, go to darkmyths.org and... Uh, Go check out all the other great podcasts that are a part of it. There's plenty of places to listen to our nonsense. Yes, yes. Tell everyone to listen to our nonsense. <laughs> so, drugs. Good. <laughs> oh, we're not, we're not doing word association? Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You just said it. Uh, you know. Love, hate, <laughs> dime back. <No>, <laughs> Eight ball. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, did uh, did anyone fall down the rabbit hole on this one? Before? I did a few places. <laughs> yes, I will admit. I will admit I did. Yep. <laughs> you were sitting there, like, acting like Scarface, huh? Calculating a bag of uh, flour, <laughs> what its street worth would be. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mom, did you? Know this? 
Oh, we got about $50,000 sitting in the pantry. What the hell? If this was cocaine, yeah, we would be rich, Mom. Okay. Where's the powdered sugar? <laughs> baking soda. That's baking soda. <laughs> got to cut this shit down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> got to make it a rock. The so, will be coming for it soon. I, I figured we could start with exotic weird drugs. Talking about just like the different weird drugs that aren't. Um, basically aren't marijuana, crack cocaine. Not the popular. Yeah, not the heroin. Sex and love and rock and roll is okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about... No, no, no. So no, the first... drugs and rock and roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. sex. Yeah. yeah. The first one on my list I want to talk about is crocodile. Have you heard of crocodile? No. Okay. It is a Russian drug that is basically a cheap replacement for heroin. It's supposedly five times more potent than morphine, but also a tolerance is quickly developed to this drug so the more you take it the more you need yeah it's motto should be cheap for the price and a high price to pay uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. apparently it's more addictive than heroin and can cause side effects of dramatically drying out the user's skin leaving them with the reptile appearance that's why it's crocodile crocodile gotcha okay. now if you look up pictures of this i do not suggest it if is- it was an expensive brand it would be crocodile but since they pay really cheap price it's crocodile <laughs> it's, it's like they couldn't get the uh, trademark brand. for it right. off brand yeah. of crocodile but like if you look up pictures for it it looks like people's arms and legs are just rotting away it's so terrible don't okay. look it up okay but look it up but yeah. don't <laughs> don't you know people are just gonna sit there and go crocodile oh yeah. my god toby what's wrong with you <laughs> so uh some reports have said that this drug uh has made it to the united states uh-huh. like it's in the florida area and or, or just on the coast florida gators <laughs> <laughs> oh but the see. tie-ins there we go <laughs> yep but see i think most of that's just a myth Right now, uh-huh. I don't know for a fact. I I didn't try to score any crocodile in Florida, so I don't know. Should have I mean, asked, homie. I'd have hooked it's you. a fine line between somebody who's on crocodile and the zombie apocalypse. The look of it, because like their skins rotting away, and yeah. if you're walking next to them down the road, you're like, what the? Yeah, fuck? it's it, look up a, look up a picture right <laughs> now. Zombie apocalypse no. happening. So I refuse. I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> but you I mean, that, it, that is the one way that no one can ever lie on their job resume. What, Do, have you ever been a drug user? No. Why do you have that hole in your <laughs> Why is your skin rotted away? Uh, it's a brown recluse. <laughs> that motherfucker wanted my life. <laughs> so uh, basically, crocodile, crocodile is a combination of codeine and household chemicals called desomorphine. Is that Drano? See, I'm not sure. How so, about we not teach people how to make no, drugs? No, no, I'm, trust me. I don't, I'm, like in everything. I'm just saying, it's like, like it's, it's that chemical that people are looking for. And, oh, okay. And I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm going you. to... Now, again, I'll get what to did it. You call it. What did you say it was? Uh, desomorphine. Uh, we do not condone the mixing of drugs, guys, no. uh, or making, so... In Russia, heroin is illegal. But codeine is sold over the counter. Okay. Desomorphine. Desomorphine? Desomorphine was patented in Switzerland back in the 1930s for pain relief, and there is no evidence that it has ever caused flesh to rot out. Mm-hmm. So the, the, here's where the, the problem is. What's causing the skin to rot out? Wait, it's, hold on, because I'm reading and it says that that desomorphine can turn your skin green and... You're right, yeah. like it, Ulcers that will not heal, arms and legs that wither and die abscesses and gangrene so i mean that could cause holes in your skin right well see so people are like is it actually this drug that's causing it because you know okay it's possibly not being able to make pure desomorphine 
with the items combined. Uh-huh. So you're not getting the pure dysmorphine. So you're saying whatever people are mixing it with is what's actually causing the rotting and the right. skin conditions. And then like, whereas pure desomorphine won't do that, right? Because what what chemicals are being mixed in there? Exactly. Like, because you okay. might be getting, let's say it's in, let's just say it's in Windex. I don't know if it's in no. Windex. It said household items. Right. But on desomorphine that I just looked up, it was used as a side as a side thing for codeine, and that was the effects of just desomorphine. Oh, is it? Yeah. See, this is what. People that all the research that I saw said that it was like, well, we're not sure if it's the drug itself or if it's if it's what other chemicals are being mixed or if it's the needles. Like people are sharing needles if it's because there's no like uh, needle exchange program in Russia, right? So it could be a number of things. But like you said, well, if hell, it, some people here there ain't no. There, I mean, there may be a needle exchange thing here, but people still share needles. And I think it. I mean, I really do. I think it's probably the death of morphine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So the next one. It's odd that it was made in Switzerland, though, because that's where LSD originally was created. Really? Uh-huh. Hmm. The motherfuckers love to Yeah, they just want to get spiritual over there. But then that turns into... <laughs> they want to escape. But then that turns into a whole CIA thing that if we get into it later, I can I Yeah, can elaborate no, I want to hear about that. Yeah. So the next one I got on my list is bath salts. Okay, I've heard of bath salts. We'll get into the story of bath salts later. The famous one? The famous one. Uh-huh. But for now, it's synthetic... Cathinonis, C-A-T-H-I-N-O-N-E-S. Cathinonis? Cathinonis. I don't know. I don't get it. Basically, it's a cheap substitute for methamphetamine, cocaine, and molly, uh-huh. which is also MDMA. I don't know. I don't know what that stands for. I didn't look it up. Cathinonis? I don't do drugs, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that cool. It's either a white or brown crystal-like powder, and it, it's sold in small plastic or foil packages. Uh-huh. It goes by other names like Flocka, Bloom, Cloud9, Lunar Wave, Vanilla Sky, Flocka. White Lightning, Scarface. Apparently, you can swallow, snort, smoke, or inject this. It can cause paranoia, hallucinations, increased sex drive, panic attacks, and violent behavior. <laughs> so, that remember that for later. Because okay. we got the, the famous one on that one. Right. So we're going to move on to the next one on the list, unless you have a comment about it. No, no. Well, okay, so bath salts, though, they were selling them in, in, like, little convenience stores all around the world, weren't they? And that's how people... Well, not I don't know about all around the world, but I think they were selling them... Well, they were selling them, like, locally. I, I think there was something weird like that, where they were selling them locally for a while. It was about the... It, was, it came out right after K2. Did. Which K2 is uh, the synthetic, synthetic weed. Synthetic weed, yeah. Tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't know. It does. <laughs> okay. Someone screwed up something, screwed up one time and was handing it out at a party as weed, and everybody's like, this is not fucking weed. This tastes like rosemary bullshit. <laughs> it went downhill from there. Yep. Usually does with the synthetics. <laughs> so the next one on the list is bed bugs. Do you remember hearing this a couple years ago? Yes. People uh, uh, boiling them and smoking them. Okay. So I'm going to give you the instructions first. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I've always been curious on how I could smoke a bed bug. They have a, me. Apparently <laughs> they, they have the uh, a very hallucinogenic uh, property if, if you smoke or inject them. It's a chemical in them called PH417. And it can't be extracted from the bed bug. So the bug is dried, crushed, and then smoked, usually. Another chemical in the bed bug called Tepper 8. Uh... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, you just have to be pretty hard up and desperate to be sitting around going, Hold on. 
wonder if I could smoke this bug. Hold on. Tepirate <laughs> can cause a flu-like symptom, is what they say. People catch them with sugar water in a bottle and a straw, apparently. Okay? I couldn't figure out how. So this is all starting to sound really weird to me, right? Like, how the fuck would you catch a big bug? This is actually fake. This was a fake news report that someone edited together. They spliced clips of another case. Uh-huh. The, the man in the interview, if, if you go and look up the bed bug story on like YouTube or something, the man in the interview that you're seeing is from, it's clips and audio from a news report that he was actually in. And he was talking about, or, or, the, the, the video was actually talking about the dangers of dabbing. Like the the drug dabs. Or whatever. Oh, that's no, no, dance. not, not oh. the stupid little dumb dance. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, I knew dabbing was dangerous, but damn, for a news report, who killed themselves well, it's, dabbing? It's the drug. It's, oh, okay. It's, which well, I don't even know what that drug. I, I don't either. Up what that is. It's I don't like know what dabbing is. I don't know. Anyways, uh-huh. it's it's marijuana of some sort. It's the THC or something. Okay. She'll look it up. Anyway, so the man's talking about doing that one time, and right. he was ta- actually talking about his uh, addictions to other drugs and actually being addicted to alcohol uh-huh, uh-huh. and his alcohol problems, and right. they spliced it up. So they actually <laughs> used clips of him saying other talking about other things to and use then for their they dabbing. They edited in the bed bugs, and well, no, the, it was edited wrong for the dabbing thing. Oh, okay, okay. Originally, right. to make it seem like dabbing is really dangerous, right? But the guy was actually talking about other stuff. Okay. Then this person was like, well, I'm going to make a bed bug. So they edited that. So it's the guy. T- I don't know. Just go watch it. So all those chemicals you just rat- r- rattled off about the bed all bugs made is up. all made up. They made them up. That's impressive. For a two-minute, I think the clip is only like two minutes. Right. It's a two-minute hoax. you got to wonder how many people actually got bed bugs, dried them out, crushed them, and did all this because just to make sure. Did I not make it sound legit? Yeah. Like, oh, it's this chemical in this. Yeah. I don't know chemicals. I'm not a chemist. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. Right. So dabbing is a higher concentrate of THC, and it's a butane hash oil, and they call it butter, honeycomb, or earwax. Yeah. Uh, I could. S- it, l- it actually looks like honey, like it's thick right. like honey. It has right. much higher concentrations of the psychoactive chemical tetrahydrocannabinol cannabinol or thc hey and let me throw a disclaimer for all the haters that listen and talk crap about our show uh-huh. and our uh leaving rev- bad reviews and stuff we don't know this stuff we're looking this up because we're learning it and we're trying to figure it out so right. that's that's the disclaimer i'm going to throw right. in that i should have put at the beginning of the episode uh. and and those people why aren't you listening to the beginning of the episode when we say we are not professionals in anything well they they hear it they just don't hear it no they just want to bitch and complain yeah anyways i'm selective yeah i'm gonna move on to the next one no they just want to bitch and complain yeah (laughs) it has nothing they could love the show they just want to bitch and complain (laughs) what what did um i have to shout out to miles really quick because what he said last on the video games he's like oh that must be jelly because jam don't shake that much (laughs) and i was just like oh that's miles from uh best darn diddly that was the greatest freaking simpsons review podcast go check them out they're available on itunes And the video game they're talking about is the new Friday the 13th, just so you guys know. Shout out to Jason Voorhees. (laughs) He's my homeboy. Can we talk about drugs? Oh, yeah. We can talk about games in our after dark. (laughs) Don't be jelly. (laughs) So um, I don't have jam. (laughs) The next one is Jankum. Never heard of this one. What? Jankum. This is one that me and you are going to try, Kristen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
So it is a hallucinogenic drug. I'm in. <laughs> you had him at you, hallucinogenic. Hold on. You cut me off a little, like two more seconds, and you would have said, never mind. It's a hallucinogenic well, dr- keep, drug. Keep let me, that let me, makes I'm you gonna lose re-read. your penis. I'm going to reread this. I'm going to reread this. Okay, okay. It is a hallucinogenic drug uh-huh. made from fermented human waste. I'm out. <laughs> I told you. You who spoke just a tad bit too soon. (laughs) So apparently, this is more popular in like poorer countries, such as Zambia, 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 Zambua. No clue. Z a m b i a. Zambia, Zambia. I don't know where that is. It's not Zimbabwe. You just spelt it wrong, is it? (laughs) You laughed out a few words. Yeah, or letters. letters, Yeah, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And like, we'll just uh, here. I'll reread that, and I'll just. They can wear your sniffing shit. Hold on, let me reread this <laughs> so I can edit that out because I don't want to sound like an asshole after I just went on my rant about being an asshole. Uh, it is popular in poorer countries where normal drugs are too expensive to buy. Actually, Zambia is a place. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, you're good. It is popular in poor countries such as Zambia, where normal well, drugs. Let's not say poor countries. Let's say countries of poverty. <laughs> Countries What's the difference? Why sugarcoat it if it's just, a poor country? After he said we weren't assholes, and he's like, poor countries, because America's fucking badass is what I hear in the microphone, and it's like... I'm just going to play fucking evil screeches. <laughs> America, fuck you! Yeah. Is that what you're going to play yeah. in there? You're going to clip that in? Yeah. So basically, you know, where normal drugs are too expensive, they make their own... So it's it's causes uh, mild hallucinogenic trips for its users, and basically, okay. So I didn't write any more notes uh-huh. down because I've heard of this one before. Uh-huh. Basically, people are like putting poo and uh, pee into like plastic jugs and keeping the cap on them, and like letting them sit in the sun, and then they go like huff them. Ooh. Yeah. That is not appealing in the in the least. I don't... Oh, we need to put another I mean, disclaimer. They can't make no, don't do any of these drugs, people. I mean, right. fine berry... I mean, surely they can find some berries to make some semi-good wine or something to get drunk off of. I mean... Even leaving some fruit out for a little bit, that'll ferment. You know, I yeah. wonder if people are doing this in prisons or anything like that. Or... They make they make toilet wine in prison. I don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I really like, don't. I mean, if you're desperate to get a high. I have never been desperate for that kind of high. <laughs> toilet wine isn't really, like, in the I'm not talking about toilet wine. Oh. I'm talking about putting pee and poo in a, in a jug and sniffing it later, you know. <laughs> I have never been that desperate for any kind of euphoric experience. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I would, I mean, I would throw up. I mean. Yeah, that one's pretty gross. That one's bad. Let's go to the next one. Uh, the next one's called Yage, or I'm not going to even try to say this next word, so I'm going to spell it for you. A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A. No clue. Yeah. So Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you guys. Ayahuasca. I, I want to see if you knew it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. So it's a brew made out of Banisteropiosis. <laughs> B-A-N-I-S-T-E-R-I-O-P-S-I-S. No clue. I have no idea. Uh, Why did you pick drugs with massive names on them when you can't even say? Well, because this one's interesting. you can't even say tool shed or whatever it was he said the other day. You know, cow shed. Cow shed. Yeah, there we go. It was cow shed, and okay. that was in our uh, Krampus, wasn't Krampus it? Krampus episode. Yeah. Fuck you guys. 
Okay, so this is the, the reason I bring this one up is because this is traditionally used in like spiritual medicine and ceremonies uh, among the indigenous people of the Amazon basin. Kind of like peyote. Amazon basin. Basin. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Basin. basin. Yeah. Basin. There'd be basin over there, man. That's right. <laughs> and dabbing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that going around on Snapchat right now? That abracadab bra. No, I, oh God. <laughs> uh, this is why I quit social media. So they they use this they use this for spiritual journeys for the tribesmen to find their inner selves. Uh. So like you said, kind of like yeah, peyote, peyote, kind of uh-huh. like where you sit in what is it? You sit in the dark in a, the peyote huts. Yeah, the peyote huts well, in see, the dark and do that. The side effects experience. for this are hallucinogenic episodes. Uh, so strong that the user can literally lose their mind and go completely crazy and vomiting and diarrhea on top of that. So their mind literally falls out of their head. Well, um, and because if they're literally losing it's like their like mind. It's like a euphoric journey, I think, well, isn't it? okay, yeah. Used to... Okay, I used literally wrong. <laughs> but they can go absolutely insane. Tourists, you know, try to come here to this area every year to try out this drug to have their spiritual... Uh, journey or whatever. Right. Health organizations have warned that drinking yay can trigger a previously unknown medical previously unknown medical condition and causes mental illness for the unlucky few. So basically, drives you crazy, huh. or can spark up other. It's like so like if you, if you had <laughs> if you had a um, something wrong in your head and you didn't realize it, it could actually trigger. Yeah. Whatever it was that well, was wrong I'm with down, you. I'm down. I'll go be like, I'm already crazy. Let's get this party started. Right. right Give me the dots. I'm ready to gamble. <laughs> uh, I need to find out who I'm going to be in life. <laughs> Give me that yeg. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I figured if I'm going to take hallucinogens, I'm going to do it when I'm old. And <laughs> right. Like, and like, I'm probably going to suffer from dementia anyway. So and then I'll bring you well. back. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite yeah, effect. Yeah. It'd have the opposite effect. <laughs> like notebook. Right. You're right. like, Kristen? Toby, oh my god! Remember when we used to do that podcast? Let's oh, record. <laughs> They're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> There's so, aliens that visit me every night. <laughs> the next one on my list 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 is uh, DMHP or dimethylherpetarian. <laughs> Oh just God. don't, just, just don't. I wish don't even it. try. Just so. What, what, what are the letters using the again? Acronyms. DMHP. Let's just go with that. Perfect. They can look it up. It's a synthetic THC. It's basically a stronger version of weed. It can produce uh, sedation and mild hallucinogenic effects, similar to a large dose of THC. It can also cause hypotension, low blood pressure. I guess. Mm-hmm. It can lead to severe dizziness, fainting, ataxia. What is that? A T A X I A. Ataxia. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, well. And muscle weakness. It can make it difficult to stand upright or carry out any kind of physical activity. Uh, it is developed. It was developed by the military with the intention of spraying it over enemies, basically to so they can march on them unopposed and of course kick in the doors. So developed by it the means- military. It means that a lack of voluntary coordination of muscle movements that includes gait abnormal abnormality and gait means like swaying. That's ataxia. So the next one is scol. God damn it! Why did I pick all these hard words? I don't know. I always do this. Scopolamine. Scopolamine. 
S-C-O-P-O-L-A-M-I-N-E. Scopolamine. Scopolamine. There you go. Scopolamine. Scopolamine. Uh, It kept popping up on all these lists that I was uh, looking at. Okay. So this drug causes amnesia and suggestibility. What this really means is criminals like to use this drug so they can get information. Okay. It's very James Bondy kind of supervillain powder in your face. Tell me what I know. That's truth serum. Oh, okay. It's like a... Okay. I got uh, you. So basically it puts the victim in a trance where they will do anything that they are told to do and they won't remember it when they finally break the sleep-like trance that they're in. Right. When I tried to look more into it, it said that it's actually called Hyosin. Uh, Hyoskin. And it's used for motion sickness. Hyosin. I was going to say. It's used for motion sickness, uh-huh. nausea, and vomiting, and sometimes used before surgery to decrease, like, salvia. Uh-huh. Saliva. <laughs> salvia is something different, yeah. sir. To decrease salvia. Scott damn it, I did it again. To... <laughs> If you're producing salvia, you got a problem. <laughs> All right. To decrease saliva. There we go. So this one may be a myth is what I'm trying to get at because it's got medical uses. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just seems like it seems like more people would be using it. You know, people would be selling it on the street for, you know, girlfriends to throw in their cheating boyfriend's face. Tell me the truth. <laughs> you know why you got roofies for that? <sighs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. So the next one is Bromo Dragonfly. Oh, you seem like you got that one down, bro. Well, yeah. bro. <laughs> you gonna bro down right now, bro? <laughs> so this one is the most potent hallucinogenic known to man. What's it called again? Bromo Dragonfly. Okay. It's uh, it's it can last for up to three days. Your trips. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> uh, this uncommon drug is very similar in appearance to a lot of mainstream drugs. It is often mistakenly mislabeled and sold under different names, such as I didn't see any. So well, I, I it was it was pretty. But this one was one that kept popping up on all the lists too. Okay. Unaware users take a higher dose, expecting a less potent drug, and quickly overdose on this extremely potent drug resulting in several deaths having been reported due to the mislabeling of this rare narcotic. I've never heard of this one. Well, so from what I I could, I don't even know, I I, I didn't even look to see what it looked like to see what maybe they're confusing it with, but I should have looked into that. So basically people are thinking they're taking one thing, and they're like, oh, I can take two or three of these. Right, and it turns out it's not... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's actually the stronger version of it. Right. Huh. Look at there. It's like the first thing that pops up when you type Bromo. Really? Yeah. Google psychedelic drug related to the phenethylamine. Yes. Does it say what it gets? It it's confused with. It's around one third as potent as LSD with a normal dose. Isopropylamine. Isopropylamine is what it gets. Other names is identifiers. Let's see. They even have like the chemical compounds. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm so I'm no chemist, right? So I I wasn't even gonna try to. Very eat. uncommon with nearly. It says with nearly no history. So really, this could be a myth, right? I mean, they give the chemical compounds. So I guess it's not. I don't know. It's one of those ones. Hmm. Yeah, this one's kind of weird. So let me let me do my last one. Okay. Bananadine. Bananadine? Bananadine. Do 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 do. 
Bananadine. Okay. What do we got with old Bananadine? You need 15 pounds of bananas. Peel them and scrape off the insides. Boil the scrapings for several hours. Put this mixture onto a cookie sheet. Bake it in the oven for a few hours. Then you smoke it. This is supposed to get you high, which it will not. Is it a fake one? This is a hoax. A hoax recipe for its extraction from banana peel. It is... Uh, something that a lot of people may have found in the Anarchist Cookbook, written by William Powell. Okay. It is a legend. <laughs> it is a hoax. Do not do it, because you're just wasting your time. I don't think it would hurt you. I don't know. I didn't look that up. But you will definitely be wasting your time, and you will not get your high that you're trying to achieve. Okay. But okay. I thought that was funny. It, it's just one. Never which, heard of that one before. Which, that's going to segue us into Myths and Legends for Drugs. Yay! When we come back from this break. Sweet! So we'll be right back. Toodles. Prepare to confiscate the human's possessions. Possessions secured. Prepare the probe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a hot second. No need for a probe, man. Why are you doing this anyway? To learn from your kind. And to obtain your container of treasures. Container of treasures? Oh, you mean my cryptid crate? Yes, the cryptid crate you possess. We desire it. We have discovered it to be populated with many objects we find most incredible. Correct. The objects in this container cannot be produced on our home planet. Well, you don't have to abduct people to get your own cryptid crate. Elaborate. Just go to cryptidcrate.com and sign up. On the first of each month, a new box filled with amazing cryptozoology-themed items will come to your mailbox, or spaceship. Allow us to show appreciation to you, human, for this invaluable information. Yeah, sure thing. Does this mean you're going to take me back to Earth? <laughs> Not exactly. Hey there, fellow podcast fans. Do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou. So do we. Come check out the Parlopod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some serious arcane audio. We also have a sister show, Splurch, where we dive into the world of comics and all the crazy aspects of life. Give us a listen at Parlopod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, our YouTube YouTube channel, visit our site, parlapod.com, and consider supporting our Patreon for some really cool rewards and exclusive content. Check us out on podcastradionetwork.net every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join the conversation on Twitter by following at Parlapod. We'll see you in the swamps. And we are back. Yay! <laughs> so, we're going to be talking about the drugs, myths, and legends. And conspiracies. And conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, CIA did it. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Yeah, Simpsons. There we go. <laughs> so, the first legend mm-hmm. that I want to talk about is mm-hmm. the baby on board. Okay. So, a couple had a baby on this plane with them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm following. Uh, The flight attendant started to notice that the baby wasn't crying or getting fussy or anything, and they weren't feeding it, they weren't changing it. It was just being a quiet baby. 
I'd call that a great airplane That's trip. a heaven yeah. flight. For a lot of people, yeah. So when they got closer to the destination, uh, the couple was met up by law enforcement when, you know, yeah. they landed. Yeah. They wanted no. to they wanted to check out the baby. No. When they inspected it, uh-huh, they had found that the organs had been removed and replaced with drugs. Oh no. And it was a real child. It was a real child. That's how the legend goes. Many, many different variations on this story though. Okay. You know, when you start to say there's many variations of a story, it's almost damn near always not true. Right. Because right. if no one can keep the story straight then, uh, well, okay, could it be like the telephone game? You have one original story, but now you have so many variations because it's been told so many different ways. Right, right. It, it has to have an origin somewhere. Right. Well, you know? and I think, I mean, there's no evidence that this actually happened that right. I could find. Okay. It, and it could, okay. you're right. It, it could still very well have happened. Right. But from what I saw, it never happened. Okay. okay. So there's that one. That's that's the baby one. Hope, let's let's hope that's not true. That's sad if it's true. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, no kidding. I couldn't imagine Ollie being a cocaine pinata. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Kristen's not even gonna oh, smirk at that. Nope. <laughs> nope. She's that's just morbid. She's just like, I'm not gonna listen to anything you say about my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so the next one I've got is the orange juice man. Okay. So this one also has many variations, and this one is kind of Kristen. When I was telling her about this one uh, off microphone, she was like, "Didn't that happen in SLC Punk? Have you ever seen SLC Punk?" Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyone that has seen it will be like, "Oh yeah, this is where it came from." So a man bought a sheet of LSD. Like I get, I don't know how LSD is sold or how much is a lot, but apparently he had a lot. Okay, so that's that's. The moral of this story. Don't buy a lot of LSD, I guess. But okay. no. So uh, he kept it in his pocket. And depending on the version you hear, he was thrown in a pool. A, sp- a sprinkler went off and hit him, which that's what happens in SLC Punk. Or he was just running from the cops or something and he got sweaty. When the LSD got wet in his pocket, it melted and went in went through his, his system. It went in through his leg, oh, through his system. Cool. So... Basically, all versions are him getting wet. Right. And dissolving the celestine. So, like I said, it, it absorbed into his skin, and um, basically he trips balls permanently. For the rest of his life, he, is, he thinks that he's a glass of orange juice, and he's afraid that he's going to spill or be drank. Or he is an orange, and he's afraid that he's going to be peeled or squeezed. That's the legend. Uh, you know, LSD can make you think insane thoughts, but there is no evidence that you can permanently go crazy from it. That's that's what the sources I saw said. Right. It, it can't right. permanently. Don't but go try LSD. I was going to say, but has anyone done LSD to that magnitude? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But has yeah. anyone been willing? Has anyone had the balls enough to see if that story is true? <laughs> but see, no one. There's no evidence for that story either. Right. So right. again, an SLC punk. He uh, he he gets it in his pocket. He uh-huh. gets it wet, and he thinks his mother is uh, Satan, and she's <laughs> he chases her around with a knife. Uh-huh. And when his buddy walks up, he's actually outside sitting. He's got his feet in the, sh- in the chair. And he's like, are you Jesus, man? And he's like, what? He's like, you're walking on the water. And he's like, what are you talking about? And oh, then yeah. the cops pull up and his mom's looking through the window. Right. right. So anyways, that's, that's uh, the that's kind orange of a cool juice man. That's a cool story. Yeah. yeah. 
So let's go to the 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 bath salt one, the zombie. Okay, yeah, we touched on this earlier a bit. So if you remember a few years ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the many years ago now at this point, yeah, I guess it was a lot, six ish, seven ish, yeah. possibly. Basically, the Florida man that it's about the Florida man that tried to eat a man's face while he was jacked up on bath salts. Right. Uh, apparently, this man was only under the influence of marijuana. And a number of undigested pills were also discovered uh-huh. uh, that had, they never were identified. They also, well, let me let me rewind a little bit. Okay. Basically, if you don't know the case, because I guess I should explain that, huh? The it's short, simple. The short version is a guy loaded up on bath salts tried to eat another guy, a homeless man. A homeless guy, man. And so he started on his face. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, this man that tried, that was... Hopped up on bath salts. Right. Also was insane and had a criminal record. Okay. And he even told his mother at one time, I'll put a gun to your head and kill you. So, like, he had some issues beforehand. Right. And, And like I said, I guess they never touched back on this story because, you know, it's bigger headlines and news. Bath salts are making your kids crazy. And The thing is... I had never heard of bath salts until this story. Me too. That I had no idea. And I honestly thought it was actual bath salts. Right. Right. I was that's, like, okay. That's, that's what a lot of people were thinking it was, that people were taking actual bath salts and crushing them and snorting them or something or, or yeah. injecting them or whatever well, they were doing with them. Did you ever hear there was a, a drug and I, hell, this might be a fake drug. There's a drug called cheese. Yes. It, it was, was heroin, heroin with and, cough syrup. See, I thought it was. Tylenol or something. I thought it was heroin and cough syrup, and and they mixed it and and shot it up. Yeah, see, I don't know, but like it's stuff like that. That's I had no. I was like, geez, what the that heck? one? I know. I'm pretty sure is true because they were covering several stories in the North Dallas area. Really, of kids doing this and overdosing on it. It was like their first time experimenting with the drug. So what do they choose? Heroin. <laughs> And so they hear about this cheese. Hey, so started, I just wanted to dip my toe yeah, in drugs. Yeah. What do you got? Heroin. There were, oh, yeah, okay. a few years ago, there was quite a few cases of overdoses in the North Dallas area because people were trying cheese. So I think cheese was a real thing for a while. Yeah. Well, and, and back to this bath salt yeah. thing. Like we were talking about earlier, it does make you aggressive, apparently. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it had he had all the signs of being on the bath salts. Right. So I could see why they were like, bath salts make you crazy. But he was already kind of nuts in the first place. Yeah, and on, on any substance, right. it's he's it's just going to amplify I'm it. I'm really it, surprised they didn't latch on to marijuana, because usually in the news they'll latch on to marijuana if well, they see, can. I don't think they found that out until way after the fact, oh, after it was okay. way reported. Right. And then, you know, what news, what news company is going to go back and say, like, oh, no, 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 we were wrong. Oh, they love their sensations, that's for sure. Yeah. So... Uh, the biggest one at the time for the for that particular story was um, this is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah, bath salts is going to start the bon- uh, zombie apocalypse. Yep. Yeah, people freaking out for about a week. Yeah. Over that, I I remember it. I remember mm-hmm. it being a big deal. Yep. Have you ever heard that? I don't know what PCP is. Again, I don't know drugs. Do you I know what PCP? Think is? Think it's like LSD. It's a bit of a hallucinogen, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, apparently, when people take it, uh huh. They turn into PCP Superman. Have you ever heard that? Like, they... PCP... You become, like, superhuman. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And you see videos all the time of people, like, fighting off ten cops and... Okay, this actually happened at another place I worked at that I'm not going to bring up. Right. 
But um, a guy came in, loaded up on bath salts and PCP, and it took six security guards, I believe, to restrain him. Damn. After being tased twice. Okay. Okay. Exactly. It doesn't give you superhuman strength. It What it does is it actually removes your ability to feel pain. Right. So you feel invincible. Right. And, you know, when you feel invincible, Mm -hmm. you feel stronger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, (sighs) adrenaline. Yeah. Adrenaline Mm -hmm. from, like, going... and, And what happens is, I think most people take cocaine with it so it really spikes their adrenaline so they don't feel the pain their adrenaline's kicking and you do if when your adrenaline's kicking you you're a little stronger like you reach to a deeper place like the mother that picks up a car off their child or you know something you hear stories of that every now and then oh yeah. yeah so it's adrenaline makes you stronger it's it's almost like um, it removes any um, inhibitors that Mm -hmm. are currently you know locked in place mentally anyway so I'm not really saying that this is a myth, uh-huh. but it's not as true as like, oh, PCP, you're strong as hell. You'll be able to flip a car. It's more of, you know, you don't feel pain and you don't give a shit. So yeah, you, you're going to fight off 10 people and like you're, you're going to successfully do it too. Yes. Um, only because I've heard the stories firsthand of these guys who have dealt with this. And the guy that I mentioned earlier, what had happened was he got loaded up on this stuff. All the bright lights and flashes of this place that he was going into started freaking him out. And so he managed to, he, he started getting aggressive with his own reflection in a mirror. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't go after anyone else. He just went after his own reflection. So, of course, he starts getting into a fight with his own reflection. Oh, my God. Starts bloodying up his knuckles, starts headbutting this thing. And, you know, and then whenever they go out to help him, that's when he freaks out. And they have to. It was it was six or more officers that had to take him down before they finally got him down and cuffed and and restrained. Maybe we need to. Okay, hear me out. Okay, we're gonna start an MMA league. Okay, just on PCP. PCP MMA. No, that is <laughs> put a two, horrible idea. Put two hyped up PCP cocaine fueled men into a cage and just let them duke it out. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, that's horrible to even think about. <laughs> it's th- it's their choice. It's not like we're saying, "Hey man, you want some PCP? Oh, yeah, Get we'll in this say. cage." That's what we'll say. It's your choice. <laughs> okay, so this other one, I'm I'm not saying this is true, and uh-huh. I'm not saying. Again, disclaimer: we're not saying do drugs. Please I'm, don't. I'm just looking into. Don't like use the, the secret transition podcast as an excuse. <laughs> don't be. Don't let it be your gateway. <laughs> We are not your gateway, no. but this one I just found interesting. Okay, uh, kind of like the the uh, the GMOs and fluoride episode we did. Oh yeah, where like you have two different studies or uh-huh. two different like things. So there's the drug MDMA, which is like ecstasy, I guess. Okay, it's it's said that if you use this drug, it'll create holes in your brain. Have you ever heard like holes in your brain caused by drugs and stuff? Not not holes in the brain, but I have heard of memory loss with exposed use of like marijuana, eh. which which I can kind of see being true because I have mm-hmm. talked to former potheads who have serious gaps in their short term memory. Yeah, they if can't you snort too much stuff, you can eat away a hole in your septum. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad actually had a hole in his septum. Really. Mm-hmm. Well, doing too much cocaine. Well, so this, uh, 
basically ecstasy eating a hole in your brain. Uh-huh. It's apparently wrong. Okay. So the original study on this had to be thrown out because Dr. Ricketcher, 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 okay, didn't use ecstasy at all, but somehow mixed it up with methamphetamine. Oh. Uh, so the study was done on a bunch of test monkeys, I guess, which we don't condone that either. Testing, animal testing. I, I would rather not. That's just, just yeah. So apparently, uh, you know, they switched up, they goofed it, uh-huh. and they used the wrong drug in the study, which that messed up four other studies oh, because damn. they were using the wrong drug entirely. Uh, so researchers are quick to point out that despite the study's conclusion, ecstasy is still a dangerous drug. The illegal pills have no warning labels uh-huh. and contain a number of harmful uh, contaminants. Right, right. Just like most other drugs, what they use to cut with. I think cocaine, they use kerosene. Really? Yeah. I, I used to hear that methamphetamine, they used to, they use like battery acid and shit. That, man, some of the stuff they put in meth, yeah, by itself would kill you. Right. You know. Uh, so I, I guess studies have also looked into MDMA uh, assisted psychotherapy as a possible treatment for post traumatic stress disorder. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, like, if it's good for one thing, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's how a lot of drugs are. If you if you over if you use them recreationally, <laughs> they're not good. Right. I mean, but but to say that oh, it causes holes in your brain, but we're going to treat it for PTSD. Right. That doesn't right. make any sense. No. So, it, it, if well, it's no diff- to me, it's no different than pharmaceuticals uh, that advertise, and it's like I've got a, I've got the sniffles. Well, take listeria. Where your side effects may include anal leakage, uh, hemorrhaging <laughs> of the brain, yeah, uh, uh, chronic back pain. I mean, it's like chronic masturbation. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's like why, why? Mm-hmm. It's I'll, sh- I'll take the sniffles over death. Yeah, you know. Yep. But why they're able to get away with it as opposed to illegal drugs—that's another story. Right. You know? Well, let's take a small break, and then when we come back, we'll do conspiracies Yay, on, on this I situation. Love conspiracies. Spoiler alert, CIA. <laughs> we'll be right back. They love their drugs. CIA <laughs> do. So do you. Hey, hey, that's just rumor. Speculation. We'll be right back. <laughs> Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Hi, I'm Desmond. And I'm Shalom. And And we're we're the the Not Historians. Just two guys with big mouths and little historical knowledge who take on pop history and everyday history things. It's so close to learning that you just might. Like the fact that Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence. Well, he composed it. However, it was physically written by Thomas Matlick, clerk to the Secretary of the Second Continental Congress. Boom. Did your mind just explode? 
Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and other podcast catchers. You can find us online at Not Historians on Twitter and on Facebook. Now enjoy the rest of your show. So we are back. Yay! We're going to talk conspiracies in the drug world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have... Uh, the uh, the headliner of, of this this conspiracy stuff for the drug conspiracies. What that the CIA has been involved with drug running since Vietnam? Yeah, so or, or better. Yeah, hold on to that for a second because okay. I I got a few and and they'll be pretty quick. Let's get through the 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 biggest drug conspiracy that there is. Okay, that and I didn't even write any research down. I didn't do much research on this because it's just something I've heard for years and years. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cancer fighting drugs. Okay. We we don't release them. They're they're not released because they're not profitable. Sickness is not profitable. No, um treat um treating the symptoms is profitable, but curing the disease is not. Right. Well that's what I'm saying. That's what right. I'm trying to say. Right. You said it better than me. Well, yeah, I knew what you were getting getting at, but that's been that's been the norm for years. Right. Like there's there's all kinds of stuff uh that people are like like massive ad- uh, amounts of like B there's a vitamin. A B B12, B, a B uh, complex. Some kind of B vitamin. Uh-huh. I've heard many, many times that massive uh, amounts of that will kill cancer. Really? I've heard that. But there's also like different treatments of like drinking your own urine. <laughs> I mean, right. if you watch, uh, uh, what is that one show? Strange Addictions? Addiction? Oh, yeah. You've talk, My Strange you've Addiction. The, yeah, yeah she drinks her own stuff. piss yeah. because she thinks that it's... It, Right. cleanses her body of any cancer cells. And another weird thing about cancer um, is, is chemo. Why they keep using chemo when last I knew on studies in chemo is it has a 97% mortality rate. Right, right. But this is its cure? Right. This is the ultimate cure they have for cancer? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It, that To me, that, that that doesn't fly. I don't get why they prescribe chemo. Well, I actually, I do. Um, it's a moneymaker. Yeah, chemo is a huge money maker. But see, like, there's uh, apparently there's a ton of different treatments that the government just doesn't want you to know about and doesn't want you trying. Not the government per se, but big pharmaceuticals. Pharma. Yeah, big pharma. Big pharma. Yep. Well, I'm telling you that they, they will they'd rather kill you and make a profit than actually cure you. Right, and that's that's one of the big conspiracies. That's why I didn't I didn't do any research on it because it's like, well, how do you prove it? Well, it's not even really a conspiracy. All you have to do is just. Look at the data yeah. itself. How many billions of dollars do they make a year versus the mortality rate mm-hmm. of the victims? And it's it blows your mind. They're they're killing you legally, and no one gives a shit because we're all addicts. Yep. So my next one is marijuana banned uh-huh. because of hemp, uh-huh. big pharma, uh-huh. and racism. I also heard another one. Um, you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this one, but big paper, big lumber. Yes. Yes. Actually, that's that's so. Uh, hemp was compa- uh, was competing with the paper industry in right. 1930s, yeah. right? Uh, here are the main points of why people feel hemp was banned, according to WakingTimes.com. William Randolph Hearst invested in timber and mills to produce the paper for his newspaper, mm-hmm. which was the largest chain in the U.S. at the time. His investments in the timber industry were backed by Mellon Bank. Uh-huh. Companies like DuPont created chemicals that were used in processing of paper. DuPont also created chemicals used for pesticides, 
herbicides, and fertilizers, which were used extensively by the cotton industry. The U.S. Secretary of Treasury at the time was Andrew Mellon, who happened to own Mellon Bank and was one of the backers of DuPont. Uh huh. Uh huh. Machinery was being developed to make hemp processing easier and more efficient. This was a threat to the paper, chemical, timber, and plutonium industries. Pharmaceutical companies were creating new medicines and new drugs and were also threatened by the natural healing properties of the plant we all know as hemp. Right. It was very common to say African-Americans or Mexican immigrants were using marijuana, so that... Those evil African-Americans. Right. And this is the 30s. Remember that. Right. Right. They weren't very keen on anyone non-white. Yes. Newspapers spread the slander and propagated stories about the evil marijuana. And of well, pe- of course, it was newspapers. They're on paper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And uh, of people committing rapes and murders while under the influence. This, you know, of course, had the paper selling... And they didn't mention, like, the everyday uses of hemp, like with rope or textiles or whatever whatever the hell it's being used for. So many things. So that's a huge conspiracy, which, if you look at it, is it? You know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Okay. To me, it's no different than um, Edison squashing Tesla. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, is it it a conspiracy or is it, I'm trying to make, yeah, business. There we go. Yeah. It's just business. It, it was big business crushing another business. Now, there was also something about marijuana being banned altogether. Right. So, I mean, I guess that's where the conspiracy part of it is. If they had ties to the government, which was mm-hmm. like, hey, let's make that illegal. Yeah. Why ban it, though? You know, altogether, completely. Well, I mean, we did have the we, – we did ban – uh, alcohol as well. You know, that's a good point. But we, after what, 10 years, we got brought that back. Yeah. So we could get taxed on that and, and our, our income sales tax, tax or yeah. income tax, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> our conspiracy only, from the pro, our prohibition killed, episode. It only killed 10,000 people in the process, but whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my, my marijuana one. I've got, I've got a little bit on the CIA. You want to hear what I've, what I wrote down? Sure. I, I don't think I, uh, Oh no no no! I want you to tell the CIA because mine is mine. Uh, kind of defends the CIA. I want to hear your defense of the CIA. Okay, I want to hear how you can do that. So the CIA is in control over the entire drug trade to help fund their operations and give them more power, right? Yes, that's the conspiracy, like summed up. Right? Could it be that they don't control drugs, rather they ignore the drugs that are being smuggled or moved? Okay. Okay. Hold on. No, I'm okay. I'm just listening. This could give agents plausibility to put people away once the drugs hit, like, U.S. soil. So, basically, they let it happen. Okay? I believe the CIA would try to have men on the inside. And to seem legit, they may have to actually sell drugs or move it or help move it, like, as an undercover agent. Because right. if you don't have any cred, how are you going to get into with, like, the cartels or big people that are moving drugs? Right. So I believe this is true, but it's for reasons so they can get deeper and get the head honchos. If I'm looking at it like that. I'm just I, saying that's that's a possibility to, you know, fight back when people are like, well, the CIA, like, like what you're telling well, me. Well, okay. Yes and no. Yes it's pretty much been confirmed that they were siding and they were allying themselves with these drug runners. Right. Um, Vietnam, a little place 
uh, to the west called Taos. Mm-hmm. They were over there fighting a secret war against communism, and they hooked up with a local drug dealer. Okay, and he was selling opium and it, essentially heroin. So they hooked up with these guys as a matter of convenience because the drug runner at the time was wanting to get the communists out of his country as well. Good enough. But the thing is, they were using CIA planes to transport the drugs to the country. Okay, see now that doesn't that doesn't help my my because in in my world of of looking at it as mm-hmm. oh maybe it can be debunked. They would have to be like no no no. Fuck any law enforcement. We're drug dealers. You know. Oh no, they knew what they were doing. They knew who, who they were getting involved with, but they were using them as much as basically they were using the drug runners and their money to finance their their hidden secret illegal wars. Hmm. And this that like I said, Taos is kind of sort of a starting point for when all this really started going down. The fight for the fight against communism was whenever it really started to pick up. Hmm. And so throughout the years. They, you know, um, before that, um, with LSD, they ultimately, well, MK Ultra has been, you know, they, with declassified papers, they were using LSD to yeah, try you know, to create, you know, mind control. We will, we'll do a full episode on, my, on MK Ultra one day, but right. like, you're right. They, I didn't even think about using them as an example for, for, they, they, it is confirmed, right? Yeah, that that yeah. they would like drop LSD into like the coffee and wouldn't tell people like, well, didn't they right. get sued and stuff well, for it? I don't know if they got sued or something. We'll like, have to okay, look into that. Don't there, don't quote us on that. The one of the documentaries I watched, there was an agent who basically what he did was he had a hotel, he had two hotel rooms set up. One of them with a two way mirror, so you could see in the other hotel room. And he basically had these hookers bring guys into the other hotel room, and then Project Midnight. And then is that what that is? I'm, I believe so. You struck and they, a chord, they, and I remember Project Midnight they, or something like that. Basically, these hookers would spike these guys' drinks or whatever with LSD. And he'd sit back and just watch what would happen. He would record <laughs> all the results of how they they acted on the influence of LSD. You know, he was like, "Hey, uh, Bob, will you go get me some coffee? Yeah, they're about to have yeah. sex. Yeah, no, no, I just need some coffee. Yeah, spank, spank, spank. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, he he, I mean, detailed notes on on what these guys were doing under the influence of LSD. And then you have other doctors who. <laughs> we're CIA agents. Project Midnight Climax. Oh god, <laughs> that's what of it's called. <laughs> of course it would be. Oh, I forgot that's what it was called. Of course it would be called that. <laughs> so definitely, uh, we'll be doing an MK Ultra episode uh-huh, soon. Right. I forgot about that. And then you know you had the other doctor who was a CIA <laughs> uh, agent who was um, trying to create the Manchurian Candidate, basically, where he could erase your personality and implant one of his own. Ooh, that that experiment actually happened. Uh, and, you know, they did a lot of things where they were getting people to volunteer for drug studies and they, they didn't know that they were taking LSD. One of them was the author of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Really? And he was actually... I like the movie. I've never read the book. He was actually the forerunner... Sam something or other. He was actually the forerunner of the West Coast. Basically got the West Coast started on LSD back in the 60s. Really? And from 63, fun fact, 63 to 68, LSD was legal. Really? You, If you got caught with LSD, nothing they could do about it. 63 to what? 68. For six years, it was 63 legal. 63 to 68? Yeah, 63, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Six years. I would have said 5. Well, you have to include the actual year oh, of 63. okay. Okay, you know? I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. so 62. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. 
Yeah, it wasn't uh, LSD wasn't banned until the late 60s. So what you're saying is the orange juice man had to be somewhere in between all that. No, well, yeah, in a way because LSD that's really when it was at the height of its popularity was the 60s. It kind of petered off when weed and cocaine took over in the 70s. Cocaine. Cocaine. But yeah, thank, you can thank the uh, CIA because essentially they got people hooked on it here in the States and then it leaked into the streets through these experiments. Right. You know, people were stealing them from these hospitals and stuff and that's how they wound up getting onto, uh, onto the American soils through the CIA. Right. So you you can essentially blame LSD and any kind of acid on them, uh, but uh, dating back to the sixties. So now wasn't and uh, this is this goes to our little to no research uh-huh. on uh-huh. this one because I, I just talking it's making me remember like old things that I remember hearing. Do you ever remember hearing like uh, meth was created for I want to say Nazi soldiers or American soldiers to for for uh, uh, plane fighters, uh, dog fighters or whatever they called. One of the documentaries I did, they did touch on that. Um, I, I don't have any research on that, so I'm just pulling I that out of my rem- ass. I don't remember the origins of meth, but there was something in there that the Nazis were giving it to their soldiers so they could fight longer. Yeah. But I can't, I couldn't tell you where it was originally created. Yeah. See, I, I wish I could remember it too. Now, I do, now one of the things in the 80s uh, uh, that happened was something that was kind of interesting that I, came across was uh, Tom Arnold. Mm-hmm. It was either his sister or his sister-in-law inadvertently became like one of the biggest meth dealers <laughs> on the West Coast. We're talking about like the guy that married Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not Rosie. Roseanne Barr. Tom Arnold. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I got the wrong. Roseanne, Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I yeah. just realized I said the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tom Arnold. He was either his sister or his sister-in-law. Friend um, and there actually was her husband. But yeah, she, uh, she, Got hooked. She, she was like eleven when she first had a hit of meth, and then throughout the years, she ended up becoming some big drug dealer. Ugh. I mean, huge quantities of money. That that's all this has been boiling down to. Every single one of these episodes that I watched, <laughs> it's all about the money. So this has nothing. Well, it so sort that's of. That's why you were trying to sell uh, flour. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, all about the money. I've watched this one little video 50, 50 of like for that one bag of of like uh, a meth user and like how meth affects the teeth and like how it whittles it away. Yeah, and then they eventually lose them and stuff. And then how it folds in their jaw. Like you know, how, have you ever seen those people that yeah, like yeah. sinks in your face? Yeah, and they showed like it, it was just an animation. It wasn't like a real picture or anything. But it it makes so much sense. I need to find that and post a, a link to it because that's it. If you care about your face or anything, it'll make you be like, "I will never do meth." <laughs> just just watching this face just fold in on right. itself, it's scary. Well, and people who shoot up, they collapse their veins. Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem with meth, though. The reason why it's so addictive is that first high is the best high you will ever have from it. Every high after that will never compare. And that's why it's so addicting is because they're you gotta trying do to more reach. more and more and more and more. Right. They're trying to reach that first high. The thing is, they'll never get it. And that's why they keep going back to it. See, that's that's my addiction with, with chocolate whatever and pizza. That, is. that first pizza was the best. That it, first yeah. bite of chocolate. And I've never that stopped. That and a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the like people who like use needles, they say, like I've watched, I'll watch a lot of what is it, um, intervention. Mm-hmm. And they say that their brain is... Not necessarily triggered on the drug itself. It's it's the it's the blood going into the syringe 
it's like the, and then them shooting it back. It's, it's the preparation and everything. Yeah, the yeah the ritual. Watch, the ritual. Yeah. yeah, the watching the blood hit go. I remember the, I, I, the one you just watched. Mm-hmm. I, I heard her say that, and I was like, oh yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, like the ritual of, of this podcast. You know, we set everything up. We mm-hmm. kind of bullshit. We finally sit down. We bullshit for another twenty minutes, and then we hit record. Right. You know, it's we got a ritual. We have to go through it, mm-hmm. otherwise, it's not a real podcasting session. Right. Well, and, you know, back to the addiction part. I talked to a chick who hadn't done cocaine in years, and she goes, "Man, you put cocaine down in front of me right now. I'll I'll snort it." I was like, "What?" She goes, "Oh yeah." She goes, "Ah, oh, just remember how good it was back in the day." <laughs> it's like, damn, and it had been mm-hmm. years since she had even thought about it. Yeah, and somehow we it came up in conversation. She goes, "Oh yeah, just talking about it makes me want some." Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, cigarettes. See, yeah. Never People with cigarettes, that. you know, or, or, or the hand to mouth. It's the hand to mouth thing. That's why a lot of people who smoke, if they stop smoking, they get like, they, they get fat. Yeah. Because it's the hand to mouth motion. And yeah. so they start eating because that's a hand to mouth motion. I never smoked and I got fat. <laughs> you just had the hand to mouth motion, I guess. I don't know. Just instead, of cigarettes, instead of cigarettes, it's pizza and chicken. Start wings. smoking, you'll lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not condoning that. That's that's what people do. That's why people usually go back to smoking if after they lose if they lose. Uh, here on the Secret Trans po- uh, Transmission Podcast, we don't condone smoking uh, or drugs, or, drugs or, or alcohol. Well, you don't lose weight, a little start alcohol, smoking. A little alcohol. But yeah. for the appropriate that is not, age. Okay, what Kristen just said is not medically proven. <laughs> smoking does not contribute to weight loss, okay? Otherwise, we'd all be skinny hey, because I, we would start smoking. Hey, trust me. I, I Have think. you been to Walmart? Have you seen some of the things that work, walk through <laughs> yeah, there smoking? True. Yeah, none of them are skinny. Well, minis. I got to put it in my, you know, in that really fast talk at the end. This is, does not subject for everybody and blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll speed <laughs> that up. This is not working. Yeah, this put is put not. Little, you can put a little speed disclaimer at the end of the <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, okay. disclaimer. This does not work for yeah. everybody. <laughs> like they do at the end of uh, pharmaceutical commercials. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's really funny because... You know, you watch all those commercials for like the antidepressants and the heart medications and the low oh blood gosh. pressure medications. And then at the end, it pretty much tells you that the major side effect is this is going to kill you. Yeah. 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 That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? If, if, well, that's a huge risk. <laughs> if, I, all, if all this is going to kill me, why am I not going to do all the other cool drugs? I can't remember the drug, but uh, one of the side effects, uh, I kid you not, I heard this on TV just the other day was it would make like one of your capillaries start popping. It would make your capillaries bleed. Really? What yeah. about there was that one medication that was like, uh, or like a stent or something that was like getting loose and traveling inside people's bodies. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. A stent that was, uh, malfunctioning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it, it would come loose and, and, and there's like other like weight loss things and like on the weight loss things, if you look at them, anal seepage. That's, that's just that's, that's awesome. Sexy. I, I mean, want like anal seepage more than anything. You right. you people lose weight to look good for other people, but it's like, please don't mind my leaky butthole. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, leaky. that's just it's outrageous how well, some of the things do. I'll get a little personal. Uh, I took antidepressants for a whole month or so, and which it wasn't what I needed. Uh-huh. It, but uh-huh. so, anyways, I took them. And I no longer take anything like that. I'm, I take acid reducer. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And they said that I was going to gain a bunch of weight on it. So like, but I haven't gained a bunch of weight on it. Well, okay. So I started these antidepressants and, uh, 
they said, okay, there's going to be side effects. And I was like, I don't need to know the side effects. I'm right. just going to do it because you're telling me this is what I need. So we we're, were cool. I started having the most vivid dreams. And like my teeth would chatter all the time. All these weird things started happening to me. So it's funny, my, my very vivid dream... I'm deathly afraid of snakes. That's that's I've got like two fears in the world: heights and snakes. I can't watch snakes on a plane. That's how afraid I am of both. So in my dream, I guess my arm went numb because how I was laying on it, uh-huh. but I could feel I was laying there and I was paralyzed, and I could feel the snake just eating up my arm, just going all the way up to my elbow, and I jumped up out of bed and and just took off running, and before I woke up and realized I I'm I'm awake. There is no snake, and I went and laid back down. But anyways, so I was having very vivid dreams like that. My teeth were chattering, and it, just a lot of a lot of problems. And so finally, I was like, okay, I I need to look up these these side effects. Right. It was all of that. I had every side effect that you could possibly have because of that stupid pill. Without prior knowledge of it, right? Y- yes. So it wasn't kind of yes. Like that's exactly. Yeah. No, I didn't want to know anything because right. I was like. If, if if well okay, it's not that I didn't want to know anything because I was like, oh, I don't want this to. Right. I just was like, well, if it's gonna help me, why do I need to know? Like, but now I understand. Like, you should probably ask what right. it's gonna do to you because you're gonna. It was just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't anything I even needed. It was what I finally figured out. Well, and then if you're on an antidepressant and then you come off of it, you're depressed twenty million more times than what you were when like you ever come were down on it. or something. Yeah, because it like. It your, totally, your body, your, your body gets dependent on it, and you end up being depressed and like going to like the sad like, and you can become enraged and all this stuff. It's, it's better prepare yourself there. Oh, I know <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, man. It truly is. Well, I mean, is there anything else on drugs you can think of? You know, well, tell us one other little interesting tidbit that I didn't realize while researching this stuff was um, uh, crack cocaine. Crack. Okay. Okay. So one of the big conspiracies is that crack cocaine was introduced by the government to basically cull minority populations, right? Okay. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about this one. Well, is that why they fed them? It was in Coca-Cola. Remember that? Well, that. Well, that's a completely different thing. That was that was before they realized that the coca bean could be addicting back in the day. Well, I'm still addicted to coke, so. But which Coke? <laughs> Coca Cola. <laughs> I found I found this to be interesting. Um, the person who actually introduced crack cocaine back in the eighties or whatever was a guy named Freeway Rick Ross. He was a, a young black kid in in L.A. who was just trying to get up and and couldn't really do anything except sell drugs. So he got really good at selling cocaine for a guy. Well, this guy was a he was a supplier of cocaine. And he sold them on the cheaps, right? Right. This Rick Ross met a guy who was refining it into a rock. Is Rick? Is there a famous Rick, Rick Ross? Ross? Is Rick Ross the boss, the rapper? Okay. Anyway, no, anyway, this is a different Rick Ross. <clears throat> this is a different Rick Ross. Um. So Rick Ross was like, "Oh, this is cool. I can take all this cocaine, turn it into this rock, and sell it on the cheaps." Because cocaine at the time was like fifty. It was like 50 bucks for a little like eraser tip right. worth of cocaine. Okay. He meets up with this guy, this other guy who can, uh, you know, chemically break it up and make it cheap. So Rick Ross essentially bought a bunch of this abandoned property up and turned it into, into huge laboratories for crack cocaine. 
Um, and here, Walter and Jesse uh, came in and helped. No, 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 <laughs> no nothing, nothing that great. Not nothing that great. I know it was a mess, but I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think of. But by by at the height of his thing, he was selling twenty in twenty two states. He was the biggest crack cocaine dealer in the world, uh, selling to twenty two states, and he was uh, making roughly nine hundred million a year. <laughs> Is this where the movie Blow came from? Blows cocaine. Blows just straight cocaine. That's Columbia. Mm. This has nothing to do with that. We don't but, know our drugs very well. <laughs> I mean, crack cocaine, cocaine. But to debunk the myth that the government introduced crack cocaine to inner cities is, is false. It was this uh, Rick Ross guy. You're actually, part of the problem. You're you, trying to cover up the government oh, right now. Sure. sure. <laughs> but I will say this, though. The government did have a hand in it, kind of, sort of, because his um, the guy who was, uh, he was, uh, sell- who was selling it to him, this mm-hmm. Oscar... Uh, Meyer Wiener? Oscar Blendone was... In, <laughs> He was a CIA operative working with the Contras in Nicaragua at the time. Hmm. Yeah, he was a, he was yeah, a, a CIA not, asset. They surely have to know. I mean, you're covering 22 states' territory. The, well, okay, Someone's this, gonna find okay, out. This is this is the Someone weird part. Someone in the CIA is addicted to crack cocaine. This is the weird. <laughs> this is the weird part about the government anti-drug movement, and then the CIA. You had the CIA helping the drug runners, but then you had like the DEA and everyone here going, "Oh, we need to get drugs off the street." How can you get drugs off the street when you have the CIA funding all these illegal wars with the drug runners? Take down the CIA. You sure you want to be saying that? You know, they they do listen to a lot of our shit. That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. You said, what do you Kristen do? Kristen is and not they uh, said... officially a part of us anymore. Uh, <laughs> the secret transmission has just kicked her out. So CIA put the target on but her the thing back is, only. The thing is, this is not like it's a big secret. Start my the own CIA podcast. Is... No secret transmission podcast. <laughs> the CIA It's our logo podcast. with the slash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's... I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Is that you can... Any big drug movement that you can see throughout history, the CIA has been a part of it in some regard. You know, and, they got to get their cut. Yeah, actually, yeah, because they've been running illegal wars for decades. And eventually, if you're running 22 states like that, you're going to have to have the CIA's help mm. almost because you're going to need like well, that's, okay, his distrib- militia warfare and like. Well, that's what that's why he liked this distributor jets. was because this guy this guy had connections throughout the country. That's how he was able yeah, you're to gonna do need- it. Open airways, right. open roads, no one stopping you, right. no trouble. You know, we didn't even really touch on like the actual war on drugs. That's a whole. It, it was a. Itself. It was a sham, really. Well, I mean, it's still going on. The whole war on drugs, right? I mean, but it's a sham. There'll always be war I know, on drugs. I know someone's we, always going to make something new. Did we touch on it a little bit in our prohibition episode? Not really, because the war on drugs really didn't kick off until Nixon. Yeah, I mean, just so many. <clears throat> how many years of have we dumped into? I well, since Nixon, yeah. so it would have to be the sixties. So fifty during the sixty almost yeah. years of dumping mm-hmm. money into the war on drugs when when most of it is marijuana, right? Like when... no. no, 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 no. It's it's it runs the course of crack cocaine, well, cocaine, yeah, yeah, I'm saying marijuana. Like... Marijuana is just the latest. It acid. Uh, actually, opium uh, with Nixon was, the, was when it first started. I mean, now what? They throw huge freaking festivals, and yeah. it's all based around, well, it's music is what they say, but really it's just so a bunch of group of people can get together and take ecstasy. Right. Touch each other. <laughs> Touch each other. 
I want to go to that festival. <laughs> but I mean, there's kids, I'll, I'll kids die there the every, oh, yeah. every year, yeah. and it's, I mean. Electric Daisy or something like that. I don't know. Sure, I don't know. I'm not hip to that community. I'm not either. I just, just tweet a, us and let us know. There's just a lot. There was a lot we'll of interesting there. reads on um, the CIA's involvement with drug runners Very and how, and how you come first full circle to government groups here going, we need to get the drugs off the streets, but we can't do anything because the CIA is calling us, telling us we can't. Right. You know, we can't touch these guys. So what do you, what do you do? You, you know, these guys are asking, what do you do? What do you do in that situation when the CIA is telling you to leave them alone? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But yeah, very fascinating stuff. If you, you know, what if you, you do? get into it, we may have go to, to Cuba. Yeah, and then they'll take out the CIA. Cuba, shit, Cuba's got nothing. Colombia, Cuba's got nothing on some of these guys. Oh Columbia. my gosh, go to the bigger drug lord. Go to Pan- the go, smaller go, drug lord. Panama, Laos. I mean, um, Afghanistan. Uh, wherever, wherever, the, wherever drugs are being exported, you guarantee you're going to find CIA agents floating around somewhere helping out. You just find the right gorillas. That's right. They'll come for them. That's right. Especially those silverbacks. <laughs> Silverbacks are fun. Wait, what, what did I just miss? What? <laughs> I was sitting here, but I was um, it, something just went way over my head. Wrap it up. Oh, she wants you to wrap it up. No. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. So I guess that's it. I mean, if we can, if there's any, either we'll go deeper into some of these cases one day. Uh, or maybe we'll do a part two of, of just this kind of general drug talk. I, I think if we do cover it next, we should really cut, look into the actual involvement with the right. CIA. Get, because, get more of the story. Right. Uh, the right. facts of it. Because, you know, between, between the introduction of LSD and then Laos and then Panama and Afghanistan, I mean, even post 9-11. Um, did you know? Okay, real, real quick, wrap it up. Um, did you know that there was a law on the books at some point to where if, like, the police force even suspected you of being involved in drugs, they could raid your property, and if they found drugs on your property, they could seize everything on that property? Really? What happened was this one guy in California, he was a multimillionaire. Police suspected his place of, of uh, growing marijuana. Mm-hmm. So they raided his house. He came down because he's like, what the fuck's going on with a handgun? And was like, who the hell are you guys? They shot him, killed him. Turns out there were no drugs on his property at Dang. all. So they couldn't see shit, but they killed an innocent guy. And that Almost. kind of started an investigation Ooh. into how many other cases like this were involved of innocent people Why being killed. Like so I the police, so the police could seize their properties. Does this not kind of sound like a Ruby Ridge kind of situation? In a way, it does. But this was this was eighties. This was eighties uh, when this was going on. Ruby Ridge was early nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it still it still has that vibe of right. like. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Randy Weaver was in the wrong in that case, but was he? Well, was he really though? I mean, selling sawed-off shotguns. Oh my god, a seven hundred dollars sawed-off shotgun illegally, big fucking whoop. You know, it's not like I still don't know why he didn't just sell a saw a, a it's, shotgun. <laughs> it's not like he killed an innocent fourteen-year-old or an innocent woman in the process, right? <laughs> I'm right. just saying. Yeah, no, but but it still has that same feel to yeah. it. We may have to look into just like that individual you case. You know why he sold a sawed-off shotgun? Have you ever seen a sawed-off shotgun next to a regular shotgun? Fucking badass. That's right. It's way you can conceal it better. 
can. <laughs> that, that's why it's illegal. Point. Yeah. That's yeah. why they don't want you to my have mom, it. My mom had a sawed-off shotgun. Oh, my goodness. Shh. Allegedly. 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 Oh, she's dead and gone. Go ahead. Go over there and go <laughs> over at her grave. <laughs> She'll go really come back. But yeah, there, there's a lot of stories that I was reading up on this and it's just, it's bizarre. Some of the, the war on drugs was basically a war on poor people in this country, really, if you really yeah. want to look at it. Poor people and minorities got the worst of the war on drugs here in the States. Yeah, I guess that's very true. I mean, five, a, a black kid could get arrested with five grams of crack cocaine and do five years man, uh, minimum mandatory sentence. A white kid with 500 grams of cocaine would get the same sentence. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. It, it would take, it takes nearly a hundred grams more, a hundred times more grams for regular cocaine. And I got to thinking about that. Why? Look at who was taking cocaine at the time too. Rich white folk. Well, not only that, but athletes, yeah. celebrities, politicians, all the big movers and shakers were also doing cocaine because it was a rich man's drug. Stay up late. So. I gotcha. It's okay to say it was just white people. No, 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 no. You had athletes. Yeah, the the the, the rich and the elites were loving cocaine. Okay, yeah. That's that's... why there was a a different sentence for that as opposed to crack cocaine because crack cocaine, the poor people were doing. Okay, yeah. No, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's it's not exactly race driven. It's it's a it's a uh, um, social status. Yeah, it's rich versus poor in this case. But they want to make it about race, but it's not necessarily about race. Because there, there were two pro athletes that were on it. There were two prominent black pro athletes who died from cocaine. Who was that? Do you know? I can't remember their names, but it, but they the media spun it as crack cocaine, but it was just regular cocaine. It didn't matter. It was the good shit. Yeah, it was the good shit. It was, <laughs> wasn't none of they that. weren't cheaping out. Wasn't that none of that poor man's shit? It was the good. <laughs> it was the good white blow. But yeah, I mean. That's just drugs. so many, yeah, <laughs> so many things with drugs, man, that were just m- opening my eyes, just uh, researching it. So be prepared for topics on drugs in the future, is what oh, we're saying. I, I would love to do this, drugs in the future. Hey, this is wait, the, what? Yeah, <laughs> future is in five minutes. Right. <laughs> what? I'll see. You. I'll see you in a minute, guys. Uh, Gotta talk to my boy Pablo Escobar. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is basically uh, the is it a prelude when it's before? I'd say it's kind of like a uh, yeah, kind of like a prologue. Is prologue or prelude? Prologue. What's prelude? After prelude? I think Pre- so. Pre- prelude. Prelude. I think it's I think it's the prologue the to other episodes. Prelude is a car. Shit, I can't remember. It's one of them. Prelude it's is a Honda Prelude. Leave me alone. I'm gonna smack you. All right, That's let's. Let's say goodbye, cause but this expect more drugs in the future. <laughs> this is just the beginning. There you go. Yeah. So we just we wanted to get our toes wet. Get some of that white Colombian gold in, up in here yeah. for our next episode. Next Don't- episode will be all like, "Hey, welcome to Secret Transmission. We're high on crack right now. No cocaine. No cocaine. Jeez, God, we're, we're trying to be upper class. Yeah. Oh, upper class. I was being class. realistic. Yeah. You stick to your crack and your meth, man. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my coke. Again, we do not condone anyone doing any of these drugs. And we really aren't doing anything either. Not yet. Oh, my God. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> all right. Let's all say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Adios. Well, that was fun. I'm going to go grab some cocaine. We appreciate you listening to our show. And we'd love it if you'd go give us a review on iTunes 
And don't forget to subscribe. Our show is available also on Stitcher, Google Play, Satchel, TuneIn Radio, and a lot of other places that podcasts are found. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. You can like our Facebook page or follow it. I don't really remember how that works, but go do that. You can order a shirt from our What a Maneuver link, and that will be in the description. Or you can donate to our Patreon page, and I'm very proud to say we've got our first two Patreon... Patrons? Yeah, patrons. Lynn Shirley was kind enough to give us a donation, and so was the Gone Cold podcast. And I have to give some love to my... Texas brother out there in the Gone Cold podcast. Episode 1 just released. I highly recommend that you go listen to it. It's a true crime podcast and this first episode follows the disappearance or kidnapping, I should say, the kidnapping of Carla Walker from Texas back in 1974. It's done really, really well and I I feel like there's going to be a lot of twists and turns, so go check that out. Don't forget to go subscribe to Cryptid Crate and have all kinds of goodies delivered to your door. You can order Cryptid Crate at cryptidcrate.com. Make sure you follow their Facebook and Instagram and their Twitter account. And we'll probably be doing another unboxing video, so go subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can see that mess. Also, make sure you check out the Dark Myths. You go to darkmyths.org and you will find a ton of great podcasts like Blurry Photos, The Eastern Border, Astonishing Legends... The Conspirator, Monsters Among Us podcast, Not Alone, Twilight Histories, Rumor Flies, The Mad Scientist podcast, uh, any of these. Pick one, you will not be disappointed. And until next week, we hope you come back and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. This is a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and conspiracies, the fringe and the supernatural. This is a show where we do little to no research on our topics. We are not professionals in any field except speculation. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast, and today we're going p- <laughs> to... Were you recording that? <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about drugs. Should I say... No, that's fine. Just let them be like, drugs? <laughs> and that's all you title the episode. <laughs> I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> not conspiracies, not... Myths. Drugs. drugs. <laughs> Should I say today we're going to be doing drugs? <laughs> oh my Okay, hold on. And, <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be doing drugs. That's it. That's it. Yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye, Roger. <laughs> <laughs>